Welcome to Free Kicks. How'd you guys like my new intro voice for today? We are going to be discussing the end of the Gold Cup, the beginning of what follows after the end of the Gold Cup, some pretty decent MLS games, and the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful hair that is now represented on New York City FC, Andre Pirlo, or Perlo, whatever your heart desires, I'm going to call him Perlo, on this episode of Free Kicks. So let's get the tough stuff out of the way, let's deal with the baggage that we've been carrying around for this week. We all went into work a little bit sadder on Monday, Sunday felt a little bit less like the Lord's Day, and carried a dark shadow as... All of my horrible dreams came true. I said, now I, I'm on the record saying, and I can say this now, I can say that I have said that I was on the record saying that I was nervous about the USA-Panama game. Rightfully so. What on earth happened? I have no clue. I have no clue. This was all around USA-Panama in the third place game in the Gold Cup in the beautiful Philadelphia Stadium, one of my favorite MLS stadiums with the bridge in the background. I I have not seen a game this bad from all angles in a long time. And not just the playing. I'm talking referee. I'm talking game play, play in the game, people playing the game. The actual soccer that was played was ugly talking player attitude, coaching decisions, I have, this is one of the worst games I've seen in a while. I, I hate saying that. That is one of my least favorite things to say. So, we know the result. 1-1 at the end of 90 minutes. We went to extra time. Only to uh, lose in penalty kicks. Now, let's start with the thing that really drives me nuts. One of my biggest issues with this game is Joe Corona playing as, or maybe in the position being asked to play as or fill the spot of a central defensive-minded midfielder. I, you know, I'm not sure if he walked onto the field and Jurgen had said, be a defensive midfielder or what, but just not a position that he should play. And that's the theme for most of my issues with this game is that Positionally, we were all over the place. People are not playing their position. Tim Ream got a chance at left back, which he's played comfortably with, and um, you know. But other than that, it was just so. Oh gosh, guys, it was so messy. We moved Fabian Johnson around again in his position into the midfield, and he just didn't seem as effective. And I don't understand. I don't understand what we were thinking I, at this point in the tournament we we just needed to not rock the boat and try to win the freaking game for crying out loud but actually I do know and, and I was you know, I was talking to one of my friends last night and I said I, I feel like one of the things you saw immediately in this game against Panama was Panama actually cared that they were going to beat us and we just didn't seem to care that much Panama didn't even have a number of their starters. They had people suspended. Blas Perez wasn't in the game. You know, like, 
we are coming in very much expected to win this game, and we just flopped. It's like we didn't care. And we left players on the bench because I'm assuming they had had a discussion. I mean, this look, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating, but it looked like the guys that were going to get back and knew they were going to play in MLS on Sunday just didn't play the game except for Chris Wando, who played for 45 minutes. Wando had one chance on target. He was a little starved for service, so I don't blame him much, but he had one chance, and his header was just a little wide. But, man, guys, it was painful. It was so painful to watch this game and to sit there and know the whole time, just looking at our body language, looking at the way we played, that we were going to lose this game. I didn't care that we went to extra time. My hope was already just burnt. It was burnt out. Um, we started with Clint Dempsey on the bench, and uh, it was Demarcus Beasley's last game in a USA jersey. What a way to go, bro. Sorry. Hope you come back for a friendly or something. But at this point, just, I mean, Beasley's the man, but you guys got to let the dogs that are lying, you have to let them lie. You have to let the lying dogs lie. But we knew Beasley was going to come on as a sub and, and get his kind of farewell. And... Yedlin was one of our other sub. I guess, you know, it became obvious to me that some of the guys in the MLS were just going to not play. And then they were going to go home and play Sunday. And sure enough, that's what happened. Mix played Sunday. Wando even played Sunday. So just kind of a nightmare of a lineup for us. I think there's a ton of questions that USA fans should be asking right now in terms of why we brought certain players in this tournament, and who's going to fill where there's obvious gaps. Zussi obviously didn't have a great tournament, which I don't blame him necessarily because he was coming off of an injury and really hadn't had strong performances since then. Since the World Cup, he has not been in prime form. That is a horrible thing we could say about a lot of our players, sadly, which is just just stupid. But Zussi, I really question his presence in this team going forward the hard part is when I say that my next question is well who do you get instead of Zussi and I'm noticing right now we're really starved for quality wide players in our midfield we've got a number of center midfielders whether it be defensive minded or attacking I think um, you know you have Beckerman you have on the fringe not in this tournament you've got Danny Williams um and you've got Bradley, and you've got Mix, and you've even got Failhopper, who's kind of out there with Klinsman saying there's people ahead of him in the depth. It just seems like maybe that depth is about to change for us a few places. But the thing that scares me is who do you get? Who do you get on the wings? Who's going to play out wide for us? I think I'd like to go back and look at the position we played against in games that I thought we played okay in this tournament. And one thing I've noticed for the USA, Johnson should not be one of those wide players. He works great as a right back. And if he's not working great as a right back, maybe it's due, or or, what am I trying to say here? We can't just move him around all over the place and expect him to just be a god in all positions. He can't just go up and start playing uh, left mid after playing right back and then left back and left mid. Just, I feel like we should just leave him at right back. It 
that's the position where we get the best out of him. You know, I, I it just really puzzled to see um, where we're going. I'm, I'm interested um, in our next friendly to see who comes in. There's a lot of young guys, speaking of fringe players, that I think it's about time they start stepping up. Um, I call me crazy, but I expect to see guys like Emerson Hyman come in the, to the team pretty soon. Um, I don't expect Julian Green unless he magically starts playing. That was a that was a premature bring in. Uh, Joe Jow looked like he was going to be maybe a guy that could play a little bit more uh, of a wide or a strike strike striker. He played out wide for us, I think, a few times. He was looking promising, and this could have been a good year for him. He's still coming off injury, but Bedoya right now is really the only guy that's wide that I think really works. So let me let's do this. Let's talk about what I think our lineup should have been and what I think should work. And look, this is. Like, I understand guys have a bad day, but here's what I think. We, we, let's put it this way. We've got a friendly coming up um, against Brazil in uh, September, and here's what I think the lineup should be if this is to prepare us for something like the Confederations Cup, right? So I think you have to have, uh, after this tournament, I think you have to have Dempsey and, to be honest, Maybe Aaron Johansson up top, unless Josie gets back to form. But Aaron Johansson had a pretty solid tournament. I would not put it past Jurgen to give him the starting spot over Josie for um, the future for now. So I think you got to have Dempsey. I think you have to have Aaron Johansson. I think in the midfield you have Michael Bradley. And uh, in this friendly, I think you got kind of have some options. I think you could play Beckerman, but at this point, it's time to move on, in my opinion, and start bringing in a new guy I think you should bring Danny Williams in and play in that midfield spot um you may see a Bradley Discarude pairing um or in you know and then out wide you've got I think you have Bedoya on the left and I think you have Zardes on the right or vice versa they seem to be I don't remember Zardes I guess plays on the left more I don't remember whichever one they prefer I think Zardes and Boya but Boya Boya uh and Bedoya are your two wide players I think center back has got to change I think you see a pairing of I hate to say this but I think you honestly see I think you see John Brooks and I think you see ah man this is tough who's our other center back who do I think we'll pull in there you know Omar against CONCACAF teams he does well in the air and marking but he's a little slow in his decision making when it comes to teams that can um, kind of outpass you and, and outskill you so I don't know if you get Omar in there or if you keep uh, Alvarado you know Jurgen is kind of a mad scientist in the sense that he really believes in those two guys and they're extremely promising think he could continue to put them under fire even though I think they caused us a lot of trouble in this tournament I think at left back you have potentially a Tim Ream um, and at right back I think you have uh, Fabian Johnson I think Yedlin could come off the bench still as far as a wide player or maybe by this point maybe now he's legitimately just going to try to develop as a, as a winger I mean if that's where Jurgen wants to use him, start him over Zussi. Get him some games. Just get him the experience and train him up. I mean, 
what other options do we have? We're not really seeing any um, players developing in a wide spot unless you pull in some guys that have just really never been in the fold before. I think it would be interesting to see um, a couple guys from MLS come in. Breck Shea, if Breck Shea is healthy, I think that probably changes our wide play quite a bit because he can play left back. Um, Man, and to be honest, I spent this whole Gold Cup wishing we had Breck Shea with us because he's been pretty pretty reliable, at least more reliable than some of the other guys on our team, and definitely more reliable than somebody who's coming off the bench for uh, a left midfielder or a left back, and he offers you another option. I think you absolutely have to bring Jeff Cameron back in the fold at some point. Um, I would fully expect to see... Bobby Wood. I don't expect to see Chris Wondolowski as much. If he's in the team, he's there, but he's not. He should. He honestly, he's probably going to get playing time. It's time to move on. And this tournament, I think, made that clear that we probably need to do a little bit of shuffling. We're not as strong as we thought, um, and it's time to bring in some other guys and look for maybe some new options that we haven't seen before. Maybe I'm crazy, but it just seems like what we had in this tournament didn't work. It seems like everything we had leading up to it with our friendlies in Europe and other games we played were slightly different, a little bit of younger players in there. It seemed like that worked. So I think maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Finishing up this Gold Cup USA Panama game, referee made some really interesting decisions the one that really blew my mind was very close to extra time or maybe it was in extra time Michael Bradley got a free kick pretty close to the box and the ref just flat out didn't enforce the distance at which a wall is supposed to stand away and there was a player right up on on the ball practically in front of Bradley which made it impossible to really take the free kick that was really strange because it seemed like an opportunity that we could have taken that game and won it there at the end no problem so and just overall the temper in that game was really hard to keep under control people were obviously upset and didn't 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 really want to be there playing in that game it's not a game that you should be super excited about being in even though you should be excited to play and excited to have the opportunity to win and do something good just not where you want to be so I think guys are already frustrated going into that match and it definitely seemed to get the better of them and the ref had his work cut out for him a couple times and keeping everybody's uh, tempers down and anger down so ended in penalty kicks look the um, the backup keeper for Panama who I don't remember his name I know Pineda is, a, is the starting guy made at least one fantastic save against Michael Bradley. Um, though save against Demarcus Beasley, the last kick of the game. Sorry, sorry, Bees. That's a tough one. He, it wasn't the worst penalty kick in the world. It definitely could have been a lot better. But you have to credit uh, the keeper for saving it and ending the game and shutting it out like that and making sure that Panama won. So tough stuff I really as a fan and as somebody who watches all of these games and really takes time to digest them I'm not an expert by any means I told you this before I'm just a stupid little office worker boy and I think that if I'm in Jurgen's shoes I'm asking these questions of Zussi doesn't Zussi didn't work this tournament is if he's not back to the level that we need him at who else comes in um 
Beckerman maybe not going to be around long term because of his age. Who else do we bring in? Does Jermaine Jones come back into the fold at some point? Um, do, do other guys show back up? I mean, against Brazil, if Jones is healthy, we could see a, a Brooks Jones center back pairing if that's what Jurgen wants. And you know what? Maybe that's not a. Maybe that would work better. Who? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We were supposed to have Tim Howard supposedly returning to the United States team. Uh, I will be interested to see when he gets his first game back and uh, how all that shakes out. I thought, look, I got to say one thing about the Guzman, Brad Guzan, who started again at this final game. Um, I actually thought that was a nice nod to Guzan because I didn't understand why we wouldn't have given another keeper at least some minutes in this tournament like Ramondo just because heck it looked like we didn't care about some of the other positions and who was playing them um Guzan had the opportunity to redeem himself against his handball outside the box against Jamaica and he crushed it he made a lot of saves and um credit to him for actually keeping us in such a close game because it seemed like before the first half was even over we should have been getting our butts handed to us to put it politely so another gold cup completion news the final game mexico versus jamaica mexico wins and uh, we will now play mexico in a playoff game in october for the confederations cup spot um i'm okay with this at first, I was thinking, well, let's let Mexico lose and let's play Jamaica again. But if you play Jamaica again, it gives them the opportunity to get all hyped up and upset us again. With Mexico, we kind of know what we should expect. They're not always consistent. They did a good job. I think they peaked at the right time in this tournament and turned it around towards the, the end because I didn't have a whole lot of faith in them necessarily leading into it, but they came out and won. So good stuff, Mexico play them in the Confederations Cup uh, playoff game in October. In uh, MLS news, the really two things I want to talk about as far as MLS goes. Um, Columbus Crew, I think everyone should really kind of be paying attention to them and watching them right now. Just playing phenomenal and really entertaining to watch. Um, I have not always been a huge Columbus Crew fan. But right now, I'm finding them very fun to watch. And their match against Toronto FC over the weekend was just tons of fun. Um, Toronto is a fantastic team to watch, too. They've definitely had their off days, but Giovinco is really, really, really fantastic. And he and Josie have a pretty good connection. And um, I love watching them play. Um, that game was a great, great, great game. 3-3 draw was fantastic. Uh, in other MLS news, the game that was the other game that was just fantastic was New York against Orlando City, and I don't even know where to begin with this one because there was so much stuff that happened. Um, it was an amazing game, five three I think was the final score. Yeah, five three uh, goals from Via, goals from Discarud, uh, Kyle Laren with a hat trick, and most importantly the debut of Andre Pirlo, who has always been, and rightfully so, a real fan favorite of every soccer 
loving individual in the world. He's just such a fantastic player. And, man, he showed that he can really play. Although there was one moment he totally underestimated. Um, (laughs) He just looked too cocky. There was a moment where he had the ball kind of outside the box and he was just dribbling around and he got it taken off of him. And in that moment, I was really stoked because I said, ha, there you go. Every DP has come to MLS and had that moment where they've realized that these guys can play. Uh, and it's just kind of a little moment where it's like, well, maybe I've tried too much there. I guess I'm still not perfect. I'm not Pirlo, although Pirlo would never say he was perfect. What I was trying to do there was work Pirlo into perfect, like pirlo Just scratch it and move on. Go back. If you've got MLS Live, go watch the replay of that game. Go watch the condensed match. That was absolutely one of the most fantastic MLS games I've watched in a while. Um, You know, I said I wasn't going to talk about much MLS, but I do want to point out one thing. After LA's huge win um, on Gerard's debut, they got smothered by the Houston Dynamo, which was a real surprise to me. So a lot of really interesting games this week. This is one of the things I love about MLS is that it's just always open and everyone has a chance to win. It's fantastic. Final piece of news is that Drogba has signed to Impact, the Montreal Impact. What did I say? I said if he was going to choose a team, he needed to choose the Impact, that Chicago was not the right team. But Chicago actually got a pretty sweet uh, little piece of the pie out of the deal in getting uh, Gilberto, who uh, you remember was the DP for Toronto and was kind of on the, he was traded and then on the waivers at um, Montreal, I think I guess is how that worked. And uh, they picked him up in the trade. So exciting, I think, um, well, exciting if you're okay with Drogba being there for however long he's going to be there. I actually, I will say this, I ran, I raved against him in the last episode here, but I think in it makes way more sense for him to play for Montreal than it does for Chicago Fire. I think he would have just looked terrible for the Fire. So this is a good choice. Other than that, uh, we are pretty close to the Premier League starting up. So we'll probably talk about that as we get closer. Um, I'll talk about who I think the players look like in terms of movie stars and TV characters because I think there's a lot of good overlap. For example, I'll give you a teaser. Um, I've been working on a little Friends starting 11. Uh, Alexis Sanchez is absolutely the Joey of the team. Um, So maybe we'll make it a a sitcom starting 11 where I pick players who look like other uh, movie stars or, or actors. Well, I guess we'll do sitcom actors. And we'll we'll build a team based on who they look like. So maybe we'll pull some um, some people from uh, the Big Bang or How I Met Your Mother in there. Just stupid stuff that only I'm interested in that I'm going to subject you to. And that's all I've really got. This has been a a, bar- a very rantful episode. Uh, thanks for joining us. This has been Free Kicks. <laughs>